<laughs> Why are you twerking in the sea? Because it's season two of Become She Nothing. There was nothing but an idea. We didn't even have a name. We didn't have a name. Trying to find out where we were going to record. Oh my god. Nobody was hitting me back, remember? You was emailing hard around the Chicago land area. Can you pick us up? Can you pick us up? They weren't ready. They ain't know. God had us though. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself. Welcome listeners to season two. And if you are not familiar with Become She, Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. (laughs) I'm so excited. So my darling, what we're talking about today, the episode title is She Shall Make Clear her boundaries, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so, with this episode, we are actually going to double back because we got astronomical responses, <laughs> overwhelming and Girl. astronomical responses yep. from the previous season, uh, season one, when we talked about. The mommy issues and Ep- the 36 gems that Bougie Black Girl provided. Yep. Episode five, she has issues. Mommy did it. We talked, we dropped 36 gems on y'all um, from Bougie Black Girl, a blogger. Yes. About the 36 things that all brown women should know and that our mommies, grandmas, aunties, they all lied to us. And she, she let us know, honey, what we needed to know. That was a strong overwhelming response yeah um, i got i got texts in the middle of the night yo where can i find where can i find the website and it's interesting because i printed the 36 gems before we recorded the episode and when by the time we recorded like her her website was down like we couldn't find it anywhere online so i'm so glad i printed it and um i've typed it all up and i'm gonna send it to everybody who asked me before it stopped asking me i had to type it up she be working like she don't have time all the time to just type so um and i we actually reached out to the bougie black girl and she let us know that her website is under construction yeah so everything will be up soon and we'll let y'all know when that is so y'all can stop harassing us and go straight to the source but we love the harassment low-key so uh (laughs) you'll be able to access it directly yourself bookmark it, print it out, get yeah. it framed. I have do some do-it-yourself projects with it. Yeah, whatever you need. I printed it and I put it on my bedroom door so that when I'm walking in and out of the morning and wow. night, I know it's there, and I love it. It's just. It's everything. So we're going to talk about those a little bit because we kind of just spat them out. We really didn't discuss. We didn't. We didn't unpack. Yeah. Yeah. And even listening to the episode, I was like, yeah, I want to come back to one particular one and we never did. Yeah. 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 We were just (laughs) caught up in it. In the South. Yeah. We're also going to have a discussion on an article that I posted um, on my Facebook page and the overwhelming comments that we received. It's the article is called Why You Should Never Date a Man for More Than a Year. And it's um, with a blogger. Her name is Shirley D. Um, and her website is not down. So we will be posting, <laughs> posting that. 
And um, yeah, so I guess we could jump right into. We could start with start with the thirty six gems. Yes, we can. Bougie Black Girl. So, Nicolia, which one of these thirty six gems is so on your your heart that you my have right to eye? discuss? What? I got the paper, y'all. Like last time, I, I got the paper. What number was it? I'm th- I believe sixteen. Mm-hmm. And All you right. can read that. So sixteen says. Get on birth control. Having children you can't afford is an easy way to get in poverty. So as you know, <clears throat> I come from a deeply religious background, uh-huh. um, which I am not ashamed of. I'm actually really grateful for because it's the way that I navigate the world. Even though I've given up the religious bit, I uh-huh. have retained the God um, part of that. So in church, it was like always this uh, super, super shame if someone came up pregnant, like premaritally yeah. so. Like it was shame. Yeah. And it was like this thing where, you know, there was no sex before marriage, like no sex at all. Mm-hmm. But the thing about that is, it's like, okay, but we are still sexual beings. And it's at the happening. Time, it's happening in the church, like, as, as you talked about. I'm going to let you finish, but I got to, I got to. <laughs> I got to put it out there real quick because I also grew did you up. Grunt? Yeah, I did. I had to because it just, you know, you have a flashback. I'm having a flashback. So I grew up very religious as well. And I remember, I will never forget. There was a young woman who got pregnant in the mm-hmm. church. She was like 16, 17, something, mm-hmm. something very young. It was so deep that they had a church congregating congregation meeting about it. Like at Sad. the church, they brought all the members in to discuss And I remember sitting in there like, what the, f- why are we discussing? Tragic. It was so sad. And she was in there. And Discussing I felt like her she ovaries, was being, her yeah. sexual organs, her sexuality. It was this huge. And I'm like, what is the church going to do about it? Like, she's pregnant. Like, it happened. Yeah. And I'm like, since why are we going to discuss so much after the fact when you, a lot of times, mm. you know, these kids are having sex. Like, yeah. you just, you want to avoid it for whatever reason. I mean, if you would have a discussion with your daughters about putting that ass on birth control, like, you know what she's doing in the back something. of the church. Let me, and I'm going to speak on it. There's so much things that I know that went down in the back of my church. See, PK I kids. I can't even tell you what happened in my, I don't even think there was, there might have been. I don't know. I wasn't privy to those things, but I'm going to tell you outside of the church, though, there were definitely, like, even with adults, there were yeah. some sexual things going on. So yeah. if you think these kids are so emotionally unintelligent and oblivious to what's really going on with this sexual energy that's percolating thick in the church with those church musicians and Ooh, pastors. Let me tell you something. The drummers, so, the drummers be the girl. ones. Yo. Let me bang it. Y'all need bang it. Bang it. Bang it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Banging on drums and banging on other things. And when they hit the anyway, symbols, though, okay. okay. The birth control bit spoke to me because it's this body shame. I feel like ultimately the, the shame with premarital sex and the shame with being a sexual being and owning your bodies as being an, a sexual instrument comes down to body shame. Body shame has been so in a, inculcated in religious and religious doc, doctrine. Yeah. Um, just think about how we were given Christianity as slaves. We we come from a continent where we are very, you know, sensual beings. We dance, we yeah. we sing, we use our bodies we're as free. conduits. We right. Yeah. And I think that was suppressed and the way that that has shown up has been with this tremendous body shame. So when this birth control bit, I can only speak from my experience. I know my mom would always tell us that was like her top number one thing do not bring any babies home to me and it's like Mm. okay but is that the only thing you're focusing on it was more so don't bring any babies home to me because that would cause me shame Mm. 
right? That's that's the message I was the subconscious message that I was reading because that would bring me shame. So it didn't matter what type of emotional conflict or turmoil or confusion, you know, that could have been happening because of my lack of information. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the way in which you prevent something is you give people the, the ability to be empowered oh and God, birth yeah. control, putting your daughters on birth control is Puts not her in control. Yes. Her. And I think, I don't know why parents are afraid of yeah. empowering their children, but cause it's not what they know. <laughs> Listen, wow. these parents. Boy, you can, you can, girl. Listen to me. These I parents that grew out. up, <laughs> grew up way before our time. See? Like, first of all, there wasn't. If there was birth control like that, the conversation was not as fluid yeah. as it can be today. Yeah. So they don't know that they didn't have that conversation with their mothers. So I'm not gonna tell my. 15, 16 year old to get on birth control because then I'm admitting that she may have sex and I don't want that. Or admitting that she's a sexual being. Right. How, how crazy for you to think that your children are not sexual beings. I have a story, honey. As a little kid, DJ is a sexual being. Of course he, is. he watches TV and they start kissing. Oh, I'm looking away, mommy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. knows. Like, yeah. How how oblivious and how crazy that sounds or to think that you can put your children in a box of asexuality. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we kids, live in a world kids, where boys, sex is oozing out of the Colgate commercials. Boys and teeth. girls touch themselves at a very yes. young age. I remember the first yeah. time I touched myself. I was very young. I didn't yeah. know what the hell I was doing. I just but knew still. something was there and that felt different. Okay, let me explore <laughs> that. And it ain't been let the me, same since. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that, I think that's why that birth control bit like really jumps out at me because it's like, yeah. yo, even on TV, like watching mamas go clean in on their daughters. Let me tell you like something. like being pregnant. Let me tell you something. But she got the same hormones you got though. Let she got the something. same clitoris that jumps and gets excited. I remember when, when shit I happens, lost like you. my why virginity. Why would you think? I remember when I lost my virginity Girl. and my mom found out about it because I was reckless and my mom found out about it. <laughs> And like the her response to it, I will never forget, mommy. I love you dearly, but you was wrong for this. You hoe, you slut, you this. Like she yeah. went off, and I had never spoken with the elder woman in my family about sex. Yeah. So that was my first introduction from women, from a woman, yeah. and my mother specifically yeah. about like what that meant. And I think the conversation would have been much more productive if she broke down what it meant to 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 be sexual and have the idea of birth control and condoms and, and safety in general. How do you teach what you don't know? And I think all of that. Not about that, that. You know what sex Ooh. is. You know what a condom is. But I'm talking is. about like acceptance because oh, yeah. sexuality yeah. ultimately reflects how well you accept yourself. Right. And when you heard all that, it probably didn't even sound like your mother. No, it like, didn't. Or the mother that you knew. But right. those were the things that she She's was taught. Cat. Those were the things that she was taught right. about sex, about her body. Your body is something to suppress your body is something to put in a box your body is something to keep a secret because if they know that you're sexual Mm -hmm. then you're targeted you see what i'm saying and that whole sexual violence bit is real for black women we carry Mm -hmm. that shit in our dna in more ways than one so i think that's why we have been taught to not be too sexual not be too for me be fast stop being fast Mm -hmm. but i'm just Expressing my opinion. Because I was lashing out. At that point, we weren't mother and daughter. We were two women having an argument. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember saying to her, like, you wasn't married when you had me, bruh. See? Hold up. Like, hold up, hold up. And I know this idea that you don't want me to do what you did, but nah, we the same. We the same. Right, we the same peas and pies. So 
Like, yeah. let's start empowering our girls. Like, I'm taking yeah. my daughter to a sex shop before she heads out in, in high school. Before you head out to college and think that some boy right. is going to teach you about your anatomy Ooh, and you yes. giving yourself away to another boy, you're going to know what, what makes you, you happy. You're going to know what makes you, you know, climax. And you're going to know that your pussy's privileged. Exactly. My no pussy one, is privileged. Thank you. That needs to be put on a t-shirt. Give me a t-shirt what? and a mug with that. Let me find out. We got another episode. Please find right. out. So, Her pussy's privileged. Period. Mm. So... Yeah, one of the one one of the gems that hit hard for me was, oh number eleven, if he can't afford a date, he certainly can't afford a marriage. <laughs> Did you flatline? <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. really, really, really think about, it. and I think this transcends well. Um, we're not gonna talk about the article, yeah, but it transcends yeah. well transcends well into the article that we're gonna talk about. Um, why you should never date a man for more than a year because she says that um, men seek two things in a partner. Um, and we'll discuss the article more in a little bit, but beauty and youth and women seek power and money and not in a gold digging way, but as in a security, are you going to be a provider kind of way? So while you're in this dating stage and like he yeah. can't like, I mean, I guess it depends on your significant he other. He won't. Not he can't. He can't and he won't. He can't afford a date. Like, what makes you think he gonna be a provider, though? Yeah. Um. There was another one. Ponderances. I love Um. if you need credit, pay your bills on time. Bruh. You are the finance lady. I am. She Even saves in this damn become it. she relationship. You're like, I, I feel let like- me know what coins you spend because <laughs> I can't save us. If you don't tell me the truth, I'm like, okay. I always feel like we got this little marriage going on. I'm always the, the one in the back checking the finances, checking the balances. Like, no, we will not purchase that until we've done this. No, we will not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. I like, what was the one about emotional caretaking i was like yo was it the one um ooh, 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 ooh. stay away from broken broken men that need to be fixed people aren't projects to be put together this that is a that is what therapy is for and you aren't a therapist is that one yes that, that, that is the one ding 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 <laughs> that was the big one ding, 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 ding. i think we're taught to just be nurturers and we don't see how some things just ain't worth it some things are not yeah. worth embarking on this do-it-yourself project yeah. you need to it goes back to the and that's i a, have enough for this cup and what comes out of the cup is yours What's that's in a the cup hard is mine. hard task to pick up that's not a hobby that you want taking care yeah of someone who can't even take care of themselves like i mean like not invested and committed to themselves yeah. why would you sign up for that that also transcends to this article oh. that we about to talk about should we just should we we can we can actually jump back and forth um at will so so the synopsis is the way the article came into being is because there was a facebook video in which a woman who had been with this man for about nine years yes nine years and gave him a child she wanted to get married it would bring it up he ain't want to and then broke up with her and was married, what, five, six months later? Yeah. So she he, like, he met up. someone else and was married within five months. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, I that don't comprehend that. Yeah. I'm looking over at Dominic's yeah. face. <laughs> he's, the, he's the honorary member of Become She. So if you haven't been listening into season one, um, Dominic Kelly, a.k.a. Neek Undefined. There we go. Um, 
produces our show, and he often has his nonverbal messages. Yes. And it kind of informs, <laughs> engages. <laughs> it kind of informs, engages our conversation. <laughs> so he's like the third silent member of Become She, yeah. and maybe we'll bring him out at the end of the year. Um, with his own little quips and uh, it's happening. Yeah. So we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna scroll down a little bit on the article because yeah. what I want to read. Scroll for me. Yeah. Oh, it's not scrolling. Okay. Um, women invest time. Men invest resources. I mean, I read this one. You read that one. So the first um, paragraph says, "Men seek beauty and youth, whilst women seek money and power," as Jess alluded to earlier. This is not necessarily because men are shallow or women are gold diggers. Immortality is what man craves for. And the closest we can ever get to that is by passing on our genes through our offsprings. This is why men gravitate towards women they are sexually attracted to, beauty, and with whom breeding is possible, youth. Therefore, the mathematical equation for men is beauty equals sex plus youth equals children, their legacy the carriers of their bloodline. Beauty and youth in men have no social value because it has little bearing on the creation process. There is no correlation between a man's looks and youth to his fertility since it is not limited by time and age. There can be medical implication with age. Because of this, unlike men, women gravitate towards men who are financially secure and powerful. Money plus power equals better chances of a woman and her children being provided for and protected. This is hardwired into women's psyche due to the patriarchal nature of our society. Yeah. yeah, and that sums it up. So I posted this, and I when I read this article, Ooh. like it hit me. I was like, "Damn!" So she's pretty much saying, <laughs> "Don't date a man for more than a year," because while you're in the sense that you're losing your beauty and your youth, which you, a woman never loses that, but as you age, you don't look the same as you did when you were you nineteen, know. twenty. You decline. So it's like while the happens. men, their focus is a little bit different because they just need to have their seeds planted somewhere. So while you're you, you spend nine, ten years with a man and you give him what he wants i mean it's it's this idea what i my what i got from the article is setting boundaries for yourself setting standards for yourself you're not going to be with me until you figure it out like in the sense you're not just going to waste my time the, i had a friend that told me you're not about to waste waste my good years and Ooh. for some reason that was like the funniest thing to me but like after reading that article it made sense like um, for women, there is a certain window of maximum effectiveness. And I'm not saying you can't be on your Angela Bassett shit. Right. You can't be on your, um, who else? Cicely Tyson looks amazing. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not saying that you just totally fall off the cliff. But there is a certain window. The Bible even talks about there is a time and season for everything. And you don't want to be up here Messing around with these fuck boys, these boys who don't know what they want, these Peter Pan ass boys who don't know how to get out of the the, the never never land because they chalooping around, but they, they they attach themselves to you, and because you feel like you need to sign up for this project and help him find himself and help him save himself, and you're losing and declining year by year by year by year by moment by moment by mm-hmm, hour, mm-hmm. and you're watching everyone else pass go and collect two hundred dollars, and right. that's that creates seeds of resentment. Right. And I also <laughs> think um, I wouldn't go as far as saying don't date a man for more, hundred, more than 365 days. I think it's more so about making clear to your partner that 
if if marriage is what you're looking for, make that clear. And if it's not what you're looking for, make mm-hmm. that clear too. But mm-hmm. it, it's all about being transparent and open and honest with who you're with. Because no. some men want marriage and some women don't. They're like, I'm right. out in the streets, honey. Catch me in Vegas. Catch Hello. me in Mexico. Like Carmen San Diego. Come on. She's booked. Where in the world Hello. is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> she catch uh, flights, not feelings. That's, that's See, the type of there shit. Are, there are women out there, too. So it's just not one-sided. Yeah. So, so I thought it was so pro- profound, the article. And I'm going to just read some of the comments from women and men. Um, one woman said, I just 100% agree with the article. Um, one woman couldn't even discuss. She said it was too deep, so she needed wine and to circle back. Um, one woman said every woman is born with instinct and gut feeling to say that um, you can never go wrong, so just trust that. And don't forget, you're going to have to kiss a few frogs to get to where you want to be. Um, Diva, come on, Lashawn. She said, Logan. listen, it all depends on what you want. Not every woman wants marriage. Mm, not every woman yep. wa- Not every woman wants new dick. Not every woman wants to be in an exclusive relationship. Um, one woman disagreed with the article um, 100%. She said there are a lot of generalizations that can be dangerous um, because it perpetuates stereotypes and that aren't necessarily true. Um, let's see. Another woman disagreed. Another woman who had said... Um, I've never been the type to care about marriage like that, but after being in two long live with boyfriend type relationships, I totally get this. I think it depends on where you are in the spectrum. Yeah. If you wasted your time, you get it. If you haven't wasted your time and mm-hmm. don't think you wasted your time, you may not necessarily get yeah. it. Yeah. Um some one guy said, I'm gonna read his response. I'm not gonna read all of it because it's kinda long. But he said, I'm glad this article is written by a female. It is very true what she said in the article, and this simply confirms what our scripts require from us. Marry someone few months after courtship dating does not mean your relationship is set to fail so long as a relationship is built on faith and fear of God. Likewise, dating for ten years does not guarantee that a marriage will hold forever. The sad truth is that most men are not ready to commit to relationships because they like to enjoy trying different relationships. The other factor to analyze is that the number of women across the globe is way higher than the number of men. Therefore, men enjoy the advantage. So in a nutshell, if you have a man that shows you love and ready to, and is ready to marry you, don't waste your time dating. At at the same time, that does not mean that women should force themselves into a relationship without a minimum of due diligence. Mm. On the same token, women do not have to force a man into a marriage or if or it does not if it does not come at his own will. That yeah. was interesting. There's due diligence like, bit. Yeah, there's like from sixty something comments yeah. on this. Like I don't wanna read all of it, but like everybody really got into it and I think when it comes to relationships up or down? No, scroll up. Because I'm going to direct them to where they can go and read the full-on responses themselves. Oh. So you can, yeah. So this is actually on my Facebook yeah. page. And I'm, I'm pretty sure my shit's private because I don't trust people like Oh, that. okay. So if I get a whole bunch of friend requests, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we could screenshot some of the, <laughs> the comments and put it on out there. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. But, um, yeah, check out the article. Or you article. can just adjust your privacy settings and share and then oh, go back to that's, your private that's, that's exclusive <laughs> Facebook account. <laughs> um, what do you think? Should we, should we, should we discuss more 36 gems? Some more gems? gems? What do you think? What were some of the gems We do that have a, uh, a dear she that we want to get to today, Other too. women were saying that. 
Oh, in the comments or in the 36 gems? I'm trying to figure out what, what the responses were for the gems. Because the, the responses yeah. I got back personally was like, man, this list. Like, they didn't really zone in yeah. on any particular gem. It was like the entire list yeah. was something they wished that was pretty they had known. My like, response too. Someone actually, can you just please send it to me? Like, it's everything. But, like, I mean, all the gems are dope. Like, Travel the World, number four. Listen, listen. I told y'all at the beginning of season one that she was fucking out this year. And I'm not playing no games. You know how many tickets I've booked? I'm you out. Have. I have to go. Like, I want to see you should the world. Get a cat. You should get a map and start doing your little flags. Ooh. She was I here. Have this she was app. here. She I'm going to tell y'all about it. It's a travel app, and it tracks, like, everywhere that you've been. So if you have a goal of traveling, it's literally called Ben, like, B-E-E. Come on. B-E-N. Like, it's literally called that. Pass it. So all um, the countries, and even if you want to travel within the states, all the states that you've been, and I love it because it tells you what percent of the world that you've been, and you seen mm. and when you realize how small that shit is like i've seen two percent of the world two. it gives you like a global perspective of, yeah. of your engagement with the try everything world. number five even the stuff that scares you our fears are irrational let me tell you something i dyed my hair yesterday y'all love it nicolia loves it i'm a little i'm a little nervous you just have to grind to it <laughs> love it uh. <laughs> Number eight, date all kinds of men. Pick a mate based on their actions and not potential. I think that, and that one, I don't think I've done, only because that requires a level of confidence that I don't think I had in my my younger Mm. years. Mm. To confidently step out of this, I just need a black man. No, men are men. Let me tell you something. I have been joking around for like the past (laughs) few weeks about pink peen. (laughs) Uh, I've never been with a pink peen. And I said Michael McConaughey is the only. <laughs> I don't. Let me tell you something. But he is good with Penelope Cruz. Is he still with Penelope? Stop. God bless you. I've been him. talking to my white friends, and they're like, "It's not that. It's not that serious. Like you could, you could live it well, out." I'm like, "Well, you say you that because done. you've experienced yeah. the pink peen." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I also have an experience in Asian peen. I don't know if I would want to because I heard they like. I don't want the hair. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> But it takes a level of confidence to be able to go outside of your box. We're all conditioned in our boxes. Number so. 35, prayer is great, but prayer without action um, is nothing but talk. Dang. Take action. <laughs> Why did you just lean over like that? Take action. I think this is true. You could pray all day, but if you don't make the moves that you're supposed to make, that you know you're supposed to make, you're going to be at a standstill. Point blank. You know what? My, my mentor actually told me, she was like, people think that faith, is like the currency of having because you know we always talk about have the side faith the size of a mustard seed right and anything is possible you mm-hmm. can move mountains with the faith the size of a mustard seed but she was saying catch it she was saying <laughs> that attention attention is the currency of having because your faith won't grow in the garden if you don't tend mm. to the garden so if your attention Hello. is everywhere yeah liking people's posts scrolling on other people's timelines yes. like what are you scrolling in your own timeline what are you planning what are you strategizing for yeah. in your own timeline how are you writing your narrative instead of critiquing the narratives of others catch it so pay attention to your own life in your garden and number 33 and it reads save um save as much money as possible and never spend it or lend it or lend money to men who are not your spouse if they have their shit together, they shouldn't be asking you for money. It goes back to that whole emotional caretaking bit. I could feel like a lot of women saying, but wait, wait, it, what if it depends on how long you've been together? Yeah. And, and wait, wait, lies. I don't I don't play the... <laughs> you just, 
Fuck that and say lie. I don't. I don't play the loaning the loaning money game. I, I think that's just too dangerous. Like, why? Why would I give you spouse husband privileges when we ain't that? You can't have the same type of treatment, bro. Boyfriend, husband, that's not the same thing. Fuck buddies, boyfriend, like we not that's not the same yeah. thing. So you're never, ever, 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 ever gonna get more unless you give me more. I'm just that's just just <laughs> Did you just flick just Fall in love hair. with a man who loves you more than you love him. That's twenty one. I can't, I said that the last time. The old heads keep saying Yeah, that. it sounds weird though. It does sound weird. It just don't sound right. My spirit don't agree with that. But I feel like men should say the same thing too. Fall in love with a woman who loves you more than you love them in this sense it's like i guess what i'm getting from it is you should feel an overwhelming amount of love but their love can't out love you though so that's why my mm. spirit said i don't agree with that because it's still energy contracts with self you can't undermine it's not saying more than you love yourself it's more than you love him not saying he needs to love you more than you love yourself that's the problem I feel like love is love is love i'm not keeping tabs on love. how much i love you I don't know. A word that You're not going to chime in? Um, we did that really previously. Know. We did that in previous. But love doesn't song. go away. Like, what do you mean? That song is always going to be a classic. Are you serious? It's true. Kirk anyway. did have a classic. But I don't agree with... That's the one thing that I did not agree with. Everything else I was like, dead on. Let's see. I, I actually agree with that. But maybe um. I'm just... Moving on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You pick one. You pick the final gem we'll discuss. Um... Because we got to get to this dear she. Ooh, I like number 12. Never chase a man. It reeks of desperation. When you're desperate, you can be manipulated. You have the power. Use it. Let men prove they are worthy of you. And I think it goes back to kind of like our daddy issues. Because you had posted something on our Become She page about how you should never question or never follow up to have, you should not be chasing to have a relationship yes. with your dad. Yes, a daughter should um, never have to chase yes. her father. Yeah, yeah and yeah. It, it translates to men. It does. Um, I know that anytime you are, it's, it's true, that was the one that stuck with me. Um, when you're desperate, it does reek of desperation, and the vultures and smell you see, out. Yes. I, I think I've they said that before. It. They smell. They see it. They, they smell, smell it. you before they you use come. it. Yes, they it's leverage. It. And then they go around with their friends and they talk about that shit and, and it's cast just you not around. Men. Like, oh, she desperate. It's like over there. anybody, it. anybody that can smell that desperation, they have that as leverage. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to confidence, like while being able to walk away and be able to set the boundaries mm-hmm. when you know you run the shit. Mm-hmm. You can walk away and say, no, I don't care what you give it. It could be good dick. I don't give a care. Number 20 says, love yourself more than you love any man. She circled back and cl- So and, and maybe she up. cleaned that up. Okay. I rock with that. I rock with that. And that feeds right into the number 12. Because that number 12 really stuck with me. Because anytime somebody feels like they have the leverage, you can be manipulated. Bruh, 26, don't live in the hood. Move out. Your mental and physical <laughs> health depends on it. Living in violent neighborhood mean uh, stress and bad choices. By the way, you can't do anything if you're Why dead. Why did I think boys? I thought about boys in the hood when I, when I read that the first time. <laughs> I was like, Ricky. Ricky. Had a chance to have a better life. Got shut up, caught up in the alley with his with his brother. We gonna leave with 36 as the last gem. Can you, can you read that out loud? Mm. My, my become she sister. Can you? I will because that's how our relationship was cemented. Oh. So 36, it is a privilege for others to be in your space. Remember, you deserve the best. Anything less is selling yourself short. And then she has 
um, a lasting statement that says, we black women can't afford to be passive. And you read this before, but I'm going to read it again. So it sticks. We must put ourselves first. first. If not, people eat you up and spit, spit you, you out, out and, and then, then blame you for, for them hurting you. We, we must be on a ruthless pursuit of our, our self-actualization and happiness. happiness. Come on. Final. And so when her Check website finishes updating because she is updating the website you can access the 36 life gems for the black woman on bougieblackgirl.com love it we loved it so shall we move on to our dear she submission she we we haven't we haven't done a dear she we were so focused on mommy and daddy issues well people need to write in we urge you ladies to write in anything we don't care yeah that's it we want to be like in our inbox. Crazy, you know, story it can be something, you know. Become awesome. she podcast at gmail.com or even um going on become she.com. We have a page for dear she where you could submit it there and we'll get it's it. It's a form. So, yeah, yeah, you can just type it straight into the form. So, so I will read um this week's dear she. The subject is balance out this thing called life. The message reads I am a single working mother of two loving boys. I am trying to balance this thing called life. Can you help with some words of encouragement? Thank you. I love that. Pop out. Just just start popping out here. Um, make sure you get a support system, if that means putting aside money for a care.com account, um, going into your neighborhood, meeting people so that you can have the infrastructure. I don't know how old your boys are, so they might be of age i'm not sure so that would that might be tricky but yeah. as long as they can talk <laughs> i would definitely be <laughs> meeting with some potential babysitters letting them know mm-hmm. you know who you are what type of family you have how much you love your boys and you read the energy that's what we do as women you read the energy and you go with your intuition and, and i salute you mm-hmm. one for being a single mother yes. because that is a hard job and yeah. i salute you more for raising black men mm-hmm. in today's america not easy. That is not easy. And Post you have, Trump America. Hello. Sure. Girl, you have such mm, a monumental job. Yes, that you have been tasked with. Yeah, and recognize how great you are for yes. doing what you're doing. Because not everybody could do that. There's some At women all. who dip. Straight up, there are mommies who dip. Yes, we talk about that. Mommies dip, like drop them off at grandma, yes. grandpa, whoever, and it's out doing their thing. So salute to you for being who you said you're going to be, and that's a mother to your children. Um, I would say I'm huge on journal. Journal, yeah. Get your little she journal, or even if it's a, a book of quotes. Um, I I, I saw something at an office once, and it was a little box, and it was 365 positive things. So it was like a little card that you could read every day that's just positive Mm -hmm. throughout the year. And I I think little things like that, like, brings happiness. I also say, and maybe this is just me, I like flowers personally. I have been buying myself flowers weekly for a couple months now. I don't get the $20 joint. I get the $3, $4 joint, but I think it's just a little piece of, yep, Trader Joe's. It's a little (laughs) piece of life that I see in my apartment. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. So do little things like that. And if flowers is not your thing, whatever your thing is, I think you should find a way to bring joy and happiness to yourself. You definitely want to approach it from a multifaceted um, approach because we are multifaceted beings. So Mm -hmm. you want to definitely approach it from a mental, physical, and social aspect. As women, we tend to isolate when sometimes when things, you know, get rough and we tend to go inward, which causes a lot of 
implosion on self. Mm-hmm. Find a group of friends, even if it's two or three women that you trust. Yeah. Even if you send the boys away um, to a family member's house and you do wine nights, like I've done it, just a, a space, a place for you to unwind. Like seek out, you know, sanctuaries. I know mm-hmm. that's why I did the whole Queendom Recharge. I started that for me, mm-hmm. um, low key, because life was coming for my ass. Right. And I knew that I wasn't going to, you know, hold up. I would be in someone's psych ward um, mm. behind some pad, padded, padded walls if I didn't find and carve a space of intentional recharging for Nicole and I invited other women in. So seek out these places and seek out these activities. And it's multifaceted. It's not going to be one thing. Like, it's a multifaceted yeah. kind of situation. And if you don't have the resources to where you can send your children to be with someone or whatever, when they go to sleep, I will say set a, a day a week where it's mommy time and mm-hmm. that they know it's mommy time and have them respect mommy time. Or even time. when they're not asleep. Like these are the yeah. boundaries. Set yeah. your boundaries. Set between up. these she hours. shall set boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Um, name of the episode. Catch it. But I think um, <laughs> even if it's an hour or two where you just read a book, you just catch up on whatever, get a coloring book, anything Watch that TV makes Watch TV or whatever yeah. your favorite show is, unwind. But salute to you for just yeah. being... Being a and know that you are enough because anytime you yeah. embark on a, a journey of self-discovery, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't always feel good. But just know going into that whole process that you are worthy of yeah. knowing. You are worthy of this self-discovery process. And know that and you're love doing your yourself best with through what you it. Have. Yes. Like you're doing don't your best don't with berate what you yourself. Have. Give yourself that grace, that patience, that kindness to recalibrate your plans. Okay, so yeah. some of your plans might not work, but as long as you are embarking um, with the intention of discovering yourself and discovering what makes you full and happy and whole as a woman, yeah, just keep giving yourself love. Keep loving on you daily, oh. daily, hourly, Minute by seconds, by yeah. Minutes. Um, well, thank you for the submission. I hope that helps. Write to us again or maybe we us can whatever. answer more if we didn't answer it completely. Like, <laughs> nah, I need you to redress this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, write to us again. Um, we encourage multiple submissions from so the same person. This actually wraps up um, episode one of season two. OMG. Oh, my gosh. Don't cry. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. So, (laughs) um, episode two um, of season two will be out April 19th, and it is titled She is Insecure. We will be having a conversation about Issa Rae's HBO series, Insecure. Girl. It's time. Girl. It's my time. Like, all the comments about Best Buy Buy Girl and and Lawrence and all his shit. Don't be hating on Best Buy Girl. First of all, y'all. No, no. We're going to say that. We're going to save it because I could already see you getting hyped. We love y'all for listening and supporting us through season one. Oh, too about to be popping. No, twerking in the chair. Twerking in the chair. This is Natalia (laughs) and Jess signing out. Become she, become free. free.